Welcome to Thought Studio, an intellectual space to confront inconspicuous and sometimes insidious aspects of our society. In this podcast, the scope for explorations is limitless, from domestic to public spheres, from cells to galaxies, crossing the border between physical and metaphysical realms. So join us as we ask big questions and offer unique perspectives in the hopes of offering clarity and insight. In this episode, Terry will be taking a deep dive into education and mathematics and looking at the causes of math anxiety. In 2009, the province of Ontario conducted a standardized test that concluded only 48% of students met the requirements for mathematics. This isn't a local effect in just Canada. The US and various European countries have all faced similar challenges. Math has become infamous for being a difficult subject. An impressive array of stereotypes has formed alongside its notoriety. Often this fame is spread by popular culture. One study referred to mathematics as depicting pop culture as, quote, difficult, cold, abstract, and inaccessible. To a large degree, this is justified. Math is hard, and if you sympathize, then you're not alone. In light of these challenges, the obvious question is to ask, well, why? Why exactly are students struggling with mathematics? A real place to start might be a psychological effect called math anxiety. In today's podcast, we explore the causes and effects of math anxiety, a possible psychological disorder that plagues modern mathematics. As the name might suggest, math anxiety is anxiety associated with mathematics. Although different sources often vary in details, math anxiety was first recognized and discussed in the 1950s by a high school teacher named Mary Fides Go, first calling by the term mathemophobia. The University of Cambridge's Center for Neuroscience and Education defines it as, quote, a negative emotional reaction to mathematics that can be debilitating, unquote. In other words, chronic anxiety is specifically triggered by math ranging from mild annoyance to borderline panic attack. In fact, one paper said during an experiment, the student was so panicked that she burst into tears. The effects of math anxiety seem to be quite widespread. Some studies report as many as 20% of students suffer from it, so it's only natural to treat it seriously and look into its causes. Unfortunately, we do not have a definite answer. The causes are often multifaceted and complex, so to generate some possible factors, it can be helpful to look at some of the theories behind it. Math anxiety, and anxiety in general, takes up something known as working memory, which acts as a sort of RAM for your brain. It's crucial for problem solving, especially in relation with mathematics. Secondly, it is linked heavily with self-confidence. If someone is more confident in themselves, they're less susceptible to math anxiety. But the more nervous they are, the more anxious they are around math, worsening their ability to perform, making this positive feedback loop that worsens anxiety. With that in mind, here are some factors to hopefully help understand why this is so widespread. In North America, the education system applies a teaching method known as rote memorization. This method breaks down into a couple main steps. First, introduce a problem, then introduce a solution, and finally give them practice. Repeat steps as needed. At first, this seems like a feasible teaching method, but notice that no part of this process requires an explanation. Often this leads to teachers simply writing out formulas for memorization. At its core, math is about slowly building everything on solid, concrete logic. Unfortunately, without an explanation for each concept, the students miss the step-by-step logic that is characteristic of math. In this way, rote memorization is ineffective at teaching mathematics. Of course, poor teaching leads to anxiety, so many students in North America suffer heavily from math anxiety. 
This contrasts with the teaching style of Asia, which is often compared with America for producing students that are good at math. In China, although applying similar teaching methods, there is a heavy emphasis on intuition and understanding. A teacher may choose to delay classes because their students have yet to understand the previous concept. It has to be said that this isn't the only factor contributing to this discrepancy, but certainly is one of the largest. Mathematics isn't just in a curriculum for a select few smart kids to brag about, although often it may feel like it. Obviously, it's essential for all the liberal arts departments, but more subtly, every walk of life needs common sense. Numeracy is our schooling system's answer to this. Math is intended to teach rationality, not just long division. Unfortunately, as mentioned before, math in schools seems to miss this mark. In our schools, numeracy classes are built on lectures and timed assessments. Often, there are no explanations for why things are learned or why they are true. Without these explanations, there is no rationality involved. Without rationality, the pressure is often what causes anxiety. The causes of math anxiety aren't just on the large curriculum scale, but individuals' teachers also contribute. Of course, for a teacher to qualify for teaching mathematics, they need proper licenses. However, much of North America, a passing grade for teaching license can be as low as 60%. The testing puts a much heavier emphasis on how well the teachers could manage a class rather than their aptitude in math. Although this is difficult to test, many believe that the low passing grade allows for many teachers with math anxiety to end up teaching math. If a teacher has math anxiety, they will often pass it on to their students because they cannot pride the rational aspect of math that they never learned. This self-perpetuating loop is what constitutes the majority of the concerns around math anxiety. If our schooling system is failing to produce proper students, why are we wasting time with this system? How much potential have we wasted with this system? Although there is no definite answer, we know it has to be substantial. Earlier, we saw that mathematics had an impact on every part of life, and if we are stifling our growth in all those areas, we are significantly behind from where we could have been. The list of implications goes on and on, but by now it should be apparent how widespread of an issue this is, and how desperately we need a solution. On an individual level, anxiety medication and breathing exercises can help with math anxiety. However, they're far from a permanent patch. Some have suggested that we adopt the education style of Asia, as mentioned earlier. Asian countries seem to have less of an issue with math anxiety, often attributed to their different teaching style. However, this fails to address the logistical costs. Such a switch may end up being too challenging for our current system. Besides, because of the lack of definite research, we know too little to start formulating a solution. On the other hand, there is no doubt that our current system is failing. And without change, we are still losing.